God bless you. On tonight, I wanted to start with the, um, I don't know if you call it a series, but it might turn into a series. And we want to talk about the seven churches. The seven churches that are in the book of Revelation. The seven churches. John addresses these seven churches that were actually churches. They were physical churches. And um, they was in Asia. Now, this study, which would now be modern Turkey. Um, and so Jesus commands John to write a message to each of these churches. They were real churches in real time. And there's uh, there's been about three different thoughts and um, interpretation of the writing of the seven churches. And some believe that they represent the church ages, different ages in time, different time, the different dispensation of time, and that these churches represents the various times and others um, would like to think that they represent the, the types of churches um, that they've had since the church began and um, to up until Christ's return. And then some thought that the church was this at that particular time. So as we look at scriptures and we'll walk through them, um, they're all of them focus on the three, the first three chapters in the book of Revelations, you'll find them. And then the other um, belief is that they were the, um, the churches that are now, that are in our, in real time for us, the, the spirits of the churches that are in Christ now, since Christ has came and redeemed us back from a sinful nature. So we'll, we'll explore what we can and bring out what we can. Amen. And I believe in the third part of it, that it represents the spirits that govern the churches today. Um, and these are the three basic approaches or, or understanding of the um, of this uh, prophecy. And my brothers and sisters, whichever one and the most basic understanding or the um, perspective that we have is that it is all of the three um, into one. So they, they most believe that they're all three gathered into one. So let's look at it. Let, let's look at what we have. Um, I'll be reading and the scripture that I have is going to be lengthy. And so we're just going to go with the three in the three of uh, the first three chapters in the book of Revelations. And we'll begin with the, with the first church. But let's go back and look at Revelation chapter one. And let's look at verse four. All right. Revelations one and verse four. You have it. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ who was a faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. 
and have made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. When you it when it begins, it begins, and we know that um, how it's you can look at the section or how it's has came to us. God through Christ, through the ministering angels, to John to the seven churches. And so as we follow and we we connect, um, there were, as we studied, we'll find the number seven that is connected with so many parts to where we know that um, the number seven has meaning couple of numbers we know stand out and I don't want to get into the numbers we know 40 has meaning we know 3 has meaning we know 7 has meaning and we know 12 has meaning now we can look at 2 we know 2 has meaning well let's go back in the beginning Six days, God rested on the seventh day. Seven. So let's take this glimpse at the church. The apostolic church. And the period of that is, as we can study and it'll show us, the apostolic church, 300 years after the death of Christ. The church, when they were martyred, the apostles, 313 years after death. Um, the church in compromising, the, what was called the compromising church, 314 AD. The Roman Catholic comes in, um, and that was 590. The Reformation church, 51517. The revival church, 1719, and then the worldly church. So when we look at the churches and as we bring out, John was out here because he was on the Isle of Patmos to die. He was sent there out, out there to die. Look at... Um, Look at verse seven. I need a reader. Begin. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. The woven thing revealing Christ coming back. Christ is coming back after the church. Christ is coming back after his church. And we are going to spend eternity with Jesus. There is, I don't, I don't want to say that it's lost, but I, I believe our focus on all the things that are going on, our focus is not on the returning of Christ coming back to rapture his church. Look out, look at all the stuff that is going on that's in between all of this. It, it seems like that we've lost the theme of what salvation is all about and what Christ really did for us. It is talked about and it's shed even through um, what I want to say through the world. Easter comes up and the celebration 
Everything seems commercial. But there's really no fear of living a holy life. Well, praise God. To be ready when Christ comes back after the church. And the Bible declares uh, the beginning. When you really understand God, it starts with fear. Um, you learn. We learn to feel the Lord. Well, let's let's see here. Behold, I come with clouds and every eye shall see him. Now, when you look at it, all the eyes in the immediate vicinity of Jerusalem, he's not coming to Iowa. He's not coming to America. He's going back to the Holy Land. Every eye shall see him. And it looks like, and when you look at the scripture, and those that um, pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall well because of him. Jesus brings in verse 8, read. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, said uh -huh, the Lord, uh -huh. which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need some more of that before I jump down to verse to over to chapter two. Um, jump over to verse eleven. Well, actually, go down to verse nine. I, John, who mm -hmm. also am your brother yes. and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos uh -huh. for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was. That, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Patmos. As I did my research about volcanic treeless rocky island. Uh, six by 10 miles. 30 miles. Um, southwest. It was a place for those that the Romans had for those in exile. Of those that would had been destined to die, the the lowest of the criminals was put there to die. Here is John there, and in the state that he's in, and the place that he's in, the Lord comes there and speaks to him in verse ten. It doesn't matter where you're at at the time mm -hmm. or the place that you're at. When God is going to speak to you or even in the situation that you're in, he's not out there to write any letters. He's out there to die. But the Lord comes. Now watch it. Mm -hmm. Didn't save him from Patmos. But now he gives him a revelation on things to come. Look how quick our circumstances can change. Mm -hmm. Put out to die out there so the animals can eat you and everything else. But yet the Lord speaks to him concerning his church. Read verse 11. Saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. Uh-huh. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches, which are in Asia, mm -hmm. unto Ephesus and unto Smyrna mm -hmm. and unto Pergamos and unto Thyatira and unto Sardis and unto Philadelphia and mm -hmm. unto Laodicea. Mm -hmm. And for, for your information, there was more churches than the seven. But these churches was close enough to Patmos, about 30 miles mm -hmm. from the seven churches. So he's able to communicate with the seven. And then from the seven, we know that the word spread it. So there was more than just the seven churches there. But these churches was close enough, amen, for him to write and they received the word, and then was able to spread from that. Uh-huh, read. 
And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. Now, I put a pin in that one. Now, remember, um, we talked about dreams. We talked about dreams, trances, and visions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here we have, he sees. He was in the spirit. He's in, he's in the spirit. Things which thou hast seen. The vision. All right, read. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the son now, of man. If, if it's not there, the seven candlesticks are the churches. These are the churches. The seven candlesticks are the churches. All right, read. And one, and one like unto the son of man, mm -hmm. clothed with a garment down to the foot, and gird about the paps with a golden girdle. Mm -hmm. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. Mm -hmm. This is where this is where we pick up from the scripture on how Christ looked. Now, if you notice, he doesn't look black. He's not looking white. He, he's not Asian looking. He's not African American. He's not Jewish looking. But look at how he sees him now. Uh huh. And his feet like unto fine brass uh -huh. as if they were burnt in a furnace yes and his voice as the sound of many waters yes and he had in his right hand seven stars mm -hmm. and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword mm -hmm. and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength mm -hmm. and when i saw him i fell at his feet as dead mm -hmm. and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me fear not i am the first and the last my brothers and sisters, praise God. I thank God that we serve God that we can feel. Mm -hmm. We thank God that when the Lord, thank God for the Holy Ghost. God will lay his hand on us and touch us through the spirit. You can feel the power of God when he's moving. And, and for one that has not or not living up to that place to where they can feel the hand of God. We need to strive to get to that place so when God is moving, we can feel his touch. huh? We can feel him. I wouldn't want to serve a God that I couldn't feel sometime. That's right. Amen. He felt the power of God in his flesh, in his body. That same, in the scripture said, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, yes. if it dwells in you, he will quicken Oh, my God. Yes. He will bring a lie. Oh, oh my. Oh, praise God. Yes, God. You know, it doesn't make a doesn't matter what state you're in. Doesn't matter where your mind is at. Oh, praise God. You can get to the place of your life that God, you can feel the power of God, oh, God. touch you. Hallelujah. Somebody need to put a praise on yes, that. My God. Yes. Today. Hallelujah. Yes, God. John felt the effects of what he saw. In the vision, he felt it in his flesh. Mm -hmm. Why I'm making going so deep with this is because I want you to really understand how the writing to the churches, and as we get into it, every church has a spirit um, within that church. There's a spirit that is with that church. All one faith one Lord, and one baptism. But there is a moving amongst that church. Praise God. And we'll find out and discover that some of the characteristics of these seven churches is what we see today in our churches, even as I speak. Reader, go. I am he that liveth and uh -huh. was dead. Yes. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. Mm -hmm. And have the keys of hell and of death. Mm -hmm. Write the things which thou hast seen and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter. Mm -hmm. The mystery of the seven stars, which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. Now, when, when, when we see and, and, you know, I know. Some think it's, you know, a new thing. But when somebody mentions about the and the angel of this church, mm -hmm. that's the pastors. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have physical churches. Mm -hmm. 
with pastors. Mm -hmm. All right. And so there's a message to the churches through the leadership. That God is what is going on in our churches. They're not, none of us are escaping that. Uh huh. Read. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, mm -hmm. and the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. Yes, yes. Now, let's, let's jump into the first church. This is chapter two mm -hmm. and verse one. Uh huh. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, yes. and who walketh in the midst of the seven golden sticks. Uh -huh. Candlesticks, excuse yes. me. Yes, yes. I know thy works. I, and thy, now listen, I know your works. Uh-huh. And thy labor. And I know thy labor. And thy patience. Uh-huh. And how thou canst not bear them which are evil. There's, there's four things I want you to write. I want you to write what he, the commendation, criticism, instruction, and promise. What he commends him for, the common, what he commends him for, what he criticizes him for, and what the instruction. This first church, Jesus commended them for their endurance and their long suffering and their dislikes, their dislikes of false doctrine and their evil behavior. Look at. Their long suffering, their endurance, long suffering, the dislikes for false doctrine, and their evil behavior. You reject evil. Huh? Your 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 patience is there. This is what he commends them. They reject he they rejected evil. The persevering. And they have patience. Uh-huh. Read. We at verse 2. Um, it says, And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars. L listen, listen, listen. Oh, my God. How? When God sends a word, when a prophetic word is going forth, You'll find it in the scripture says, try the spirits mm -hmm. by the spirit to see whether they are of God. Where do we get now? Where, where are we at feeling that we really don't know truth from error? We don't know right from wrong. We don't know when God is speaking, when he's not speaking. No, 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 no. We know. And should know. Go back, he says. Start with verse two. He says, I know thy works and I, thy labor and thy patience. I know there's some, there's some, I I you, there's some facts about you that I know about. Mm -hmm. All right. And how thou canst not bear them which are evil. Yes. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and uh -huh. hast found them liars. Mm-hmm. Listen, the church should have, the church is never, and the church will never be in a place that it does not know what's going on in the spirit. Since we are a spirit-led church, and we are spiritual beings in a fleshly body, and the scripture lets us know so many times, it said, listen here, the enemy has crept in unaware. He's, we don't know when he got in, but we know he's here. And we know he's doing some things in the church that is contrary to God. Now, he can only work through somebody. 
and there is a leader, there's a pastor there. There's a leader that's there to help work us through these things and even when the enemy has came in. Now, I know all about you and the patience. You cannot bear them which are evil. Now, that seems normal. You tried them. We say they are apostles. You found out that they are not, huh? You found out they're to be liars. Well, what is an apostle? Apostle is one that plants churches. No disrespect to anybody. The people are, well, praise Jesus. People are going underneath a lot of names. And they're calling themselves a lot of things. But with that title comes movement. It comes action. If there is no churches being, oh, praise God, being planted, what are you apostle over? Oh, no, 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 no. Let's see here. Go back. Pick up three, will you? And has borne and has patience, and for my name's sake, has labored and has not fainted. Uh-huh. Nevertheless, I have somewhat now, against thee. One to three, you are being commended on how you are. My brothers and sisters, if you look at the spirits that are yet, there are places, even in our churches. Huh? Um, the working, those that have the patience, the laborers, and those that, and I've said often, how you can know that you're with God, that you can't mess up. Love what God loves and hate what God hates. You can never go wrong. huh? Now, well, they'll bring up, you're not supposed to judge anybody. That's not biblical. I, where I'm at, Matthew chapter 7, is that where yes. I'm at? Seven. Starting verse 1. Can I, let's, can I visit that just, just, just for a minute? Uh-huh. Judge not that she be not now, judged. Judge not. So you won't be judged. Uh-huh. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be if judged. If you do judge, mm -hmm. and how you are judging, that same way you're judging, it's going to be used to judge you. Now, where you find the Bible says that it says don't judge. Didn't say that. How you can understand it better. If you can't take it, don't dish it out. If you're not ready to handle the consequences of somebody checking you. See, in the churches, we're so quickly to want to check somebody. Oh, praise be to God. But if you can check me, check me. But then when I come down to you, don't squeal. Don't fall out. Huh? Because you done dished it out, but you can't take it. Huh? I and 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 the spirits in our churches, we we can take a lot of things through individuals. We can put stuff out, but we just can't take it. That means you are in error. Read it again. Judge not for. That you be not judged. That you be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge. With the judgment that you judge. Ye shall be judged. You're going to be judged the same way. Read. And with what measure ye meet. And whatever measure that you measure up to or that you're measuring. It shall be measured to you again. That same way is going to be measured to you. So when you go, when you come back to the first church, he can he commends them on the good things that the church is doing. But then he brings up and talks about now in verse four. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee. I I, I got a I got a problem. 
Because thou hast left thy first love. You have left. Do you not know that? Have you noticed how the love and the Bible did? Oh, praise God. The Bible said that the love of many have waxed cold. Can't you see now how the love of Christ, it looks like that is, is now has been, is chilly now. It used to be hot, but it's cooled down. We don't have the love like we used to have for one another. And then it seemed like to me, it seemed like it's a strain for us to enjoy one another in the beauty of holiness. The Lord said, listen here, I, I got a problem with you, church, because for the love of Christ is no longer fervent. You don't have that love like you used to have. Re read me some more. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent and do thy first works. Or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of there, his place. There is a big thing that we overlook now. It's a small word, but it's highly overlooked and it'll get us into much trouble. Repenting. To repent. The Lord said, listen here. I, 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 I get where you're at. But you've left your first love, and the first love is God. The first love, God is not second love. Matter of fact, underline four, God has never been second love. I got to bring that out. He's never been second in line. Mm -hmm. He's always been first. Give him first, but if you notice now, he is getting seconds and thirds. Because now it's all about, uh, it's, you know what? It's about us and things. Oh, praise be to God. It's about us and things. We have put us, ourselves, and things before God. But our first love, when we get saved and God begins at work in us, he becomes our first. The writer to this church, you've lost your First love, huh? Read. He said, I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Mm -hmm. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Now, when you, that comes... And we'll talk about that again because we'll, we'll bring that up again. Nicholas was one of the first seven or of the first of the seven disciples that was called in the book of Acts. And this is called and it's coming from because he had a, uh, how can I say it? He had his own doctrine. All right. Now. Give me, read verse 6 again. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which uh -huh. I also hate. Yes. He, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the uh -huh. churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life. Now, if you notice, the Lord didn't cut them off. Have you noticed that? The Lord didn't cut even though Christ criticized the workings and the workers in this church and the spirit that was in this church. But the Lord did not cut them off. He told them to repent. Is that right? Mm -hmm. He goes back in five. He says, I will come into thee quickly and I will remove your what? Candle, that candlestick. I'll remove the church. Uh-huh. Except you repent. repent. And he says to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Now, if you go back in the Old Testament, go back to the garden, Adam was and Eve was forbidden to eat of the tree of life. Is that right? They were um, forbidden.
forbidden. They could only eat of the fruit that was said. But right in the midst, they could not eat of that fruit. But it shows you again how God, through Christ Jesus, have given us immortality once we make it to heaven. So right now, we're striving for perfection. No flesh and blood is going to inherit the kingdom of God. But because God made Adam holy and God made Adam to live forever, sin came in, broke that connection. So God, through Christ, because the, the blood that was shed from brother killing brother, Satan came in and what? This is very important. Satan thought that he had mankind, God's creation, locked up. But God had a way to deliver us. My brother and sister, when we get saved, yes, we get back to the place. And God wants us now, we've been saved, to walk into holiness, righteousness. Here, he didn't cut them off. Criticized, but didn't cut them off. So the instruction was, go back, and if you mess up, get up. If you mess up, do your first works over again. Don't continue. Shall we continue in sin that the grace of God may abide? God forbid. Stop, repent, start over again, huh? And then from that point, the Lord promises what? The tree of life, mm -hmm. all right? Next. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, these things said the first and the last. Let me, uh, let me make one more point. The Lord has given us time to repent. And a lot of us are not taking advantage of the time. Nobody has to tell you when you're wrong. My brother and sister, the church is being under tax. So to where? And we know, praise God, that we have, what does what, what the word tell us? We have a form of godliness. Let's see here. We have a structure, this podium, it's, it's formed. If this was, in, this was in mass production, so we can look at this as a template. It's a template to make others like it. But we have a form, but it does not qualify as a podium because there's some things that are missing. We have a form of godliness, but we're denying the power. The main thing we're missing, my brothers and sisters, in our life is repentance. And God is giving us a chance. So write these things concerning the churches until the rapture. So this letter to the Ephesian church, church of Ephesus, you write. Give me the second church. Jump down to chapter 2 and verse 8. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, uh -huh. These things said the first and the last, yes. which was dead and is alive. Uh -huh. I know thy works and tribulation. I, I know your works and tribulation. And poverty. And I know your poverty. Uh -huh. But thou art rich. Now, in this church here, this, this, this church was also having problems with false teachers. Read. But thou art rich, and I know the blas blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, uh -huh. but are the synagogue of Satan. Uh-huh. Fear none of these things, excuse me, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. The, the, this church was persecuted for their faith. 
And the Lord said, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. The things that we're facing and going through and the churches are going through, pastors are going through. And if there's ever been a time for us to pray for our leaders of our churches, my brothers yes. and sisters, it's a time to pray for our churches now. This church, they know the works, they they and and the Lord said, listen here, because of the persecution, folk, you're gonna be mocked, it's gonna get worse. And it was not a wealthy church. This church was not a wealthy church. I know the works, the tribulation, and what? Poverty. Poverty. Read verse 9 again. I know the works. I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. Wait a minute. But you're rich. I know your works. I know your tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. What What makes us rich? We don't even look know how rich we are. See, the church now has changed. It's changing so to where our salvation, we really look at now if we are living in a wealthy state or better off than a lot of people, it's a sign that you are saved you are. But that's not true. That's not true. Now, remember, there's, there's two types of gospels being preached. I've said this, I said this during the consecration. There's a gospel of being prosperous, prosperity gospel. And then there's a gospel of being poor. Jesus said, it's harder for a rich man to make it in heaven. Didn't say he couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, the poor you have with you always. Mm-hmm. Huh? But then again, he said, blessed are the, give me Matthew chapter five. Oh my God. Matthew chapter five. And uh, look at verse three. You have it? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, it says, the ED means, you already obtained it. You are now blessed. Blessed are the poor in what? Spirit. Spirit. You can be poor in spirit or you can be poor through materialistic things. Hmm? You can be, if you, since you can be poor in the spirit or poor in materialistic things, This church was poor physically, but spiritually, they were rich. rich. Mm -hmm. What would, oh my God, what would it profit a man if he or she would gain the whole world and lose their soul? There's people that are in churches that may have materialistic things, but they're poor in the spirit. And I said earlier, earlier, and I said that you can be spiritually bankrupt and don't know that you are. Hmm? Um, that's enough. The, the fifth chapter of um, Matthew, the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. And with that, I said, let these... Let the Beatitudes be your attitude. Let you know how blessed that you are. Jesus taught on the mount, the multitude, and let them know there was different groups in this, uh, uh, in the multitude where he was ministering. And he let them know from that three to five, well, three through 10, and then let us know how to rejoice in 12. Go back to Revelations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Read. Pick up where you left off at. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. 
-hmm. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Now, he is, this is the church. It's going to get worse before it gets better. It's not a, it's, it's not a wealthy church. And some, some thought that these were the ones that really that was laboring in the church, but they were kicked out of the churches and kicked out of doing what they had to do and their, um, their craft that they had because they, of their transformation or their conversion of accepting Christ. Now remember, the Jews rejected Christ. Hmm? Who killed Jesus? We all killed Jesus because of salvation. But Jesus said, I came to my own and my own received me not. So these, and we find out that Paul was a Gentile preacher. Paul's preaching, most of his preaching was to the Gentiles, non-Jewish. Hmm? So here we find out that some of these that were, that they couldn't even work no more, they were pushed aside. They couldn't work with the gifts that they were being given. But the Lord said, don't fear what they're about to do to you or how you're going to suffer. Huh? And then he talks about how the enemy, read, read some more. Go, go to verse 10. Fear none of these. Fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison mm -hmm. that ye may be tried, mm -hmm. and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Mm -hmm. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. And I will give thee a crown of life. I commend you because you're going through gracefully. My brothers and sisters, when you go through, and who said, whoever said that now you got saved, now you're saved, you're in the body of Christ, that you was not going to go through anything. Who said that? Huh? So, but we learn how to go through gracefully. We know how to go through when we are being attacked. If you notice, with this church, there was nothing that he criticized. This church wasn't criticized. There was no criticism here. But he says, when you go through, be faithful. Help me say, when I go through, while I'm going through, I'm going through just be faithful. Just be faithful. You got to be faithful as we go through. Huh? We have to learn to be faithful. We are being, oh, praise God. The church is being clouded so to where it's about more show. It The churches have become a place to where they're like lodges. They're like these groups. Now, it has not, it's not the church of God which is in Christ Jesus. Now, if the seven churches was the letters written to seven churches, my brothers and sisters, these are the things that the spirits are in churches today. Folk are going through, but they're going through it not gracefully. And the Lord said, listen, go, go through. Be, be faithful unto death. And I'll do what? I'm going to give you, because the enemy, St. John 10.10. 10, the thief coming not but for the kill still. And destroy the enemy. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison mm -hmm. that you may be tried. You should have tribulation 10 days. Now, that is so lengthy there because there's a multiple of, of the 10 days. But the Lord said, Be faithful unto death, and I will give you crown of life. Verse 11 He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. He that overcome it shall not be hurt of the second death. Is appointed to man to die once. And then the judgment. My brothers and sisters, in salvation, when we get saved, 
The first line of defense is teaching how to die. Teach the person how to die. What am I saying? Crucify your flesh what? Daily. Our flesh is too alive. Our flesh is too active. Our carnal man is more active than our spiritual man. Oh, praise God. And we are going through the letter to the, the epistle to the spirit of the church gracefully. Uh, go through your suffering. Be faithful in spite of what goes on. Be faithful. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your joy. Huh? Some of the things we go through, praise God, we're going to be tried like never before. And the enemy, he's going to do what he has to do. But the Lord said, be what? Faithful, my brothers and sisters, we're living a day and time now when the Bible said in that in, in the end days and end times, there will be a great falling away. People are not as faithful as they were. They're not faithful. They have lost their first love. The first love is to God. They're not faithful no more. Huh? And the Lord is watching that. There's some spirit in some churches. They praise God. The Lord says, listen here, I commend you. Amen. Because you, you're gracefully, you're, you're bearing the suffering. But you got to be faithful yet. You got to continue. Huh? You have to understand, praise God, that living saved is not built on your feelings. It's not emotions. You have to know that God is God and what you've been saved for. Wow. Praise Jesus. I have seven. I may not be able to get to the third one. Let's try church number three. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos write uh -huh. these things said he which hath the sharp sword with two edges. Yes. I know thy works uh -huh. and where thou dwellest. Even where Satan's seat is. Hold on, hold on. Oh my God. This church here. It was surrounded by so much wickedness in the mm. city. They held fast to their belief. But their location was full of so much wickedness. That when the Bible said it caused them. The seat of Satan. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. read, read, read that again. Yeah, verse 13. Mm -hmm. I know that I, works. I know that works and where thou dwellest. Where even thou where dwellest, Satan's even where, uh -huh. seat is. Even where Satan's seat is. Mm -hmm. Right in the, midst in the midst of so much demonic activity. Mm. When has the church ever been in a place that is not attacked. It's always going to be attacked. Mm -hmm. The believers are going to be attacked. But when you're in the place to where that, what what what's city they call? Las Vegas, they call it what? Sin City. <laughs> they call it Sin City. Right in the seat of Satan. Huh? Read. And thou hold, and thou holdest fast thy my name, and has not denied my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr. Hold, hold on. There were members of the church who still held on to their some of the traditions that they um, got delivered from. Mm -hmm. But they did not want to let them go. Mm -hmm. They were still holding on to, to all of them idols. That shows you, my brothers and sisters, that shows you, you can be saved. You can accept the gospel of Jesus Christ. And yet hold on to idol, these idol things. Hold on to the things that you're not delivered from. When 
Christ saves you. The beginning of the work, the first time you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, that is the beginning of God working in you, and he's going to complete it. But there's things that you have to do yourself. You thinking that God has to do everything for you? No. Some things you have to do yourself. Some things you got to touch not, handle not, taste not. Something when the Bible says old things are passed away, some stuff you got to let go. This church, some of the members kept holding on to all of that, the stuff that they were saved out of, and they would not let it go. And others were walking in false doctrine. Hmm? Read. And thou hadest, excuse me, and thou holdest fast thy, my name and hast not denied my faith. Even in those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, uh -huh. who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. Yes. But I have a few things against thee. I, I, I listen, I, listen, you, you, you. You you're keeping the faith, um, you but you tolerate immorality, I idolatry, idol worshiping. Read because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel. Now we know that uh, Balak was trying to hire Balaam to curse God's people. And scripture says he taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. Huh? Read. So hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. I told you these are the, and that's two. Which thing I hate. They Which come up twice. Nicholas comes up twice. Huh? Read. Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. There is, again, repent. Mm -hmm. We can, some stuff, oh, praise Jesus. The Bible says some stuff should not even be named Amen. once amongst us in the church. My brothers and sisters, we now the churches were tolerating so many things that are not of God. Instead of us rebuking that thing, <clears throat> now we want to tolerate it. And we really, when, when put under, uh, under the microscope, I think there's a move of acceptance. Some stuff we cannot accept. And some stuff we should not accept. And some stuff we got to we got to stand where God stands at. Remember, I said love what God loves and hate what God. We are in a season now that we're supposed to tolerate everything. And we're at the place to where nobody's being corrected. And I heard the Bible declare rebuke some openly that others may fear. Well, praise God. Come on, put your hands together and praise Jesus. I'm past my time. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. We thank God for you that are, have tuned in today. I wanted to talk about the seven letters to the seven churches. And if I had a question, I would ask, now what church are you? As we go through the churches and these letters, there's the seven churches. They was close to where John was. And the letters was written. And from them churches, they spread. But we find the spirit of these churches that the seven letters written to are prominent in our churches today. And so there is where Christ commends some. There's, he, he commends the churches. Then he criticizes in areas and he gives instructions. And then there's a promise. And we have a promise from the Lord. But some things the Lord until we repent, amen, we won't get the promise. For us to get the promise, we have to repent. So stay with me. We're going to go through some more. We have, the, I think, four more churches to go through.
will walk, walk through them. And I pray that it will be a blessing because I believe this is a time that we search ourselves and see where we're at as individuals. So may God bless you and may the Lord smile upon you. And thank you for stopping in with living the word with Pastor Clay. Be blessed of God.